0: Welcome to Enlightened Up. It's Craig Shoemaker, the podcast that opens to enlighten. <laughs> I'm not going to edit that intro because I don't believe in editing. Jamie Kennedy was here. He wanted us to edit that. I said, come on, Jamie, just let it go, man. It is what it is. If we get canceled, we get canceled. That's a big thing is I'm sick of cancel culture, virtue signalers. Move on. Move on to another podcast, another joke There's one coming, okay, folks? It's not time to do that. It's time to become enlightened, to have the light in you shine bright, to have more happiness, more joy, more love, more laughter in your life, and that's what this show is about. We have a lot of comedians, no exception is today's guest. Uh, Make sure you like us and all that kind of stuff, but I'm real excited to have this guest. I tried to have him a few weeks ago. He had some unfortunate circumstances, which we'll talk about, because laughter really is healing. But it's also a difficult time we go through, and, you know, how do you find the laughs through those difficult times? Anyway, Eddie Ift is our guest today. Always good to see you, bro. Great to
1: see you, always. We,
0: we have a thing called SIFTA, you know, Save It For The Air, which save. you said before we came on, we said we got a sift of this.
1: Yeah. And uh, you're also, uh, I need to say, always, Craig's one of the uh, people that inspired me to do comedy because... Uh, my sister way back in the day oh, that's right was uh working at the management firm that managed <laughs> right, you right. and gave me one of your CDs no and i played that cd over and over and i could probably do your act wow that that's CD. so awesome it's the same act today <laughs> <laughs> i could probably it was love master in it literally i could do like inflections and everything that's so from it so cool and i just i remember i went and met you at the Caroline's once, and I went up. That's to you right. And I was like, hey, I'm a new comic. And, I arranged for that and, to happen, and, right? And, and, I yeah, remember that your and, sister
0: asked me to get you in
1: or whatever. And, and it was, uh, it was just one of those things where it was like, yeah. And I think at the time you were comic of the year. Yeah. I think you had yeah. just won. I'll never forget your speech at the Comedy you Central do. Awards. When I remember you, it. Uh, let, you let me see. I should write it down and see say. if you really remember. it. You said uh, when you won the award. Yeah. You said. Uh, I had this nightmare that there was going to be a five-way tie for first, and I was going to be the lone loser. <laughs> and the camera just pans over to me, and I'm like. <laughs> and I just I remember little things like I had that.
0: another joke in there. I don't remember this. I said a lot of people were asking me, which was true, including the management company, the manager, Alan David at the time, who your sister worked for. They were like, hey, make sure you thank me. And all these people were saying, I'd like you to thank me, you know, and I'm going, there's so many. I said, you know what? These are people I already work with. I'd like to thank the people I'd like to work with. (laughs) So I'd like to thank Stevie (laughs) Spielberg, Marty Scorsese, and I didn't thank anybody except for the people I wanted to work with. So that was one of my speeches, too. But (laughs) I can't believe you remember that. It's amazing to me. That's actually been happening. You know, we're going to move on from me because I do not want to talk about me. But I have to tell you that, you know, being an insecure guy doesn't Uh, feel accepted. I have to tell you, thank you for that. I mean, really, it made me, you were like warming my heart. I didn't realize it everybody's waits to a microphone and they don't like call me and say, you know, <laughs> thank you for being an inspiration. But that's really cool of you to say, because, you know, I go through times where I think you, you know, unwanted, unliked yeah. and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And when you hear that stuff, you go, oh man, this, this was worth it to stay with this comedy, which is not an easy thing to do to stay in this God, business. God no. Right.
1: Um, let me ask you a question too, because yeah. you've achieved a lot more than I have. You've been doing it a lot longer than I have. And I think, We all, as comedians, get into it. A little bit of mental illness. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I tend to think I don't have a lot of that, mm-hmm. but I think my comrades mm. do. I mean, I think there's so... When people go, I can't believe these comedians canceled or quit the show or did... and I'm I like, can't believe that they ever I'm, showed up. And I'm like, I can't believe you would have any expectations for a comedian. I go, you're dealing... You're, you work... Anyone that works in the comedy business, I'm like, you work in a mental institution. <laughs> You're working. You're, it's like it's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yes. and you're like, I can't believe he just took a poop in his hand. <laughs> really, you can't. He's a crazy person. So all comedians are crazy. Yes, but, but I uh, Barry Katz said it once that all comedians have a hole inside themselves that they're trying to fill. Yeah. and usually the more successful they are, the bigger
0: the hole. Yes, and, and it gets bigger the more success they have. That's the irony is because they get there and they go, "Whoa, that wasn't filled. I, I got to keep going." Yeah, I just heard a couple really successful comics talking
1: about that. Yeah, here's my thing. I think I had that giant hole when I
0: started. Mm-hmm. It's slowly been closing. I'm agree. I'm with you on that. And as we a, talked about the before. A lot of us do with family. We don't want to be yeah. on the road. We yeah. don't have, to, we're not compelled to get that attention and that love right. to fill that hole anymore. Exactly. It's pretty cool.
1: It's, and, and I see some guys that are super successful. that are on the road all the time that are constantly shooting stuff, doing stuff, being here, there, never saying no. Mm. And all I think is, oh, he must be in a lot of pain. <laughs> he must be hurting really badly that he still is mm. searching for that. Yeah. Now, my motivation is the family. I want to, Make money and pay for school, and it's and what we do for, best. Y- yeah, yeah. And I want to. It, it. And it's my only thing that I can do. It's
0: literally. I've tried. It's I wouldn't not, say that's true. Th- I think so. And but, you're a bit, a bit of an innovator. You were like the one of the first podcasts that were out there. I remember doing your yeah. podcast. You're you were like the Christopher Columbus without the annihilating a culture, of spreading yeah. venereal disease. We tried. Yeah. Well, the venereal disease, we just, that that's possible. That um, you probably yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I was at that place. They should have named one after me. That was but, that was a very unique experience for me to do that podcast. Was literally one of those, I don't want to call it a game changer, but it was way outside yeah. of what uh, things I, no, I was used to radio interviews right. all these years. Hey, we got Craig Shoemaker, our guest. And this was, I mean, stuff that went down that day yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, by the way
0: if you're watching this you saw eddie go (laughs) yeah i survived that i
1: mean (laughs) he's rolling his eyes i don't don't know it's just the the memories i'm bringing i don't know if you can download a lot of those episodes but i feel like you shouldn't (laughs)
0: like there i remember you telling me the things once that you went put on these there. things out there, you're there, people are going to be screaming. You had me in fear that people would scream, yeah. during my act. act, yeah. I remember I was in Boston at this theater, a sold out theater. I'm going, Oh my god, this is great that it's sold out, but are, are there any NDF any people here that are going <laughs> to scream at me? I don't know how I'll handle it.
1: I, I, I'm a little upset about that show because we look, we started that back around when Mark Marin and Joe Rogan started theirs, and yeah, all these guys. and- we kind of were like the crazy one that caused a lot of trouble. And it was Jim Jeffries and I, and I don't ever hear anyone giving us any credit for it. You know, no yeah. one's like, Oh yeah. I remember when Jim Jeffries and Eddie If did, t- it was called talking shit and, yeah. uh, um, or talking's hit as we called it on right. the internet. Cause we weren't allowed to say, wow. But I that was 15 years ago. Yeah. Right? Uh, I think it's
0: 12, 13, I, I forget, but... It was, It but it was also different in that where it was located, yeah. uh, the what? guests you had on, I think you had, the, the day I was on, there was like a steady homeless guy yeah. who was yeah. like a pothead, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right? Jason, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bring you back all the... Yeah. I feel like I'm I in mean, therapy I, with I, you I, right now.
1: I could do, I could, I could talk about it. I mean, I honestly would like to make a documentary film about it because it yeah. was so insane what went on and what happened from it you know what it spawned and uh but you know like I moved on from it because of You know, I got married. I had kids. Yeah, and there was a lot of that. I miss it in some ways. I've never laughed that hard in my life. We used to sit there and laugh
0: so hard. And then Jim Jeffries, I mean, let's talk about that. I mean, he exploded after that. exploded. Is that because he had a lot of pain? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I did. He's still working out that pain. Look,
1: he's really successful, so there's probably a lot of – I – I, we kind of had our falling out, you know, like, Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Jim and I, Jim and I always used to say, Jim and I had a divorce. Yeah. Um, I got the podcast. He got us. He got the sitcom. So, uh, (laughs) so it looks like he won. Yeah. 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 He won the divorce.
0: Well, if you're Rogan, the the podcast is something. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's amazing. The kind of millions that he's made, man, that's, it's just, it's just shocking to me. And I must shock you as well. Starting in where you did doing a podcast, taking a chance, so yeah. this podcast thing, you know, who the hell knew where it was going to go? We didn't care. We you didn't, w- okay. And that's
1: like, I, I love the Buddhist kind of mentality of, it's its its not about the outcome, it's about the intention. Mm. And I, I'm kind of back to that in my life, where everything I'm doing is all about like the art, the love, the the passion, the, nothing is about, outcome because I've tried outcome yeah, man. and I don't get it.
0: I don't get outcome. Well, it's perfect for our show. And anyone who's listening, I want you to really focus on what Eddie's saying right now. It really is one of the purposes of my show is to have this deeper exploration into, you know, the arts and life period. And that is so important because I'm with you on that. Anytime I try, oh, you're talking about community of the year. That was one of the loneliest nights of my life. Wow, One of the worst nights of my life. Why that? Because here I got it. It I semi campaigned for it. I got punished for campaigning. I put a note in my elevator, and it's only like twelve other apartments. Someone in the elevator took it down, showed it to another comic, and he went off on me that I was campaigning. And you know we became you know what enemies or whatever it is. I'm never an enemy of anybody, but some people don't like me. So, but uh, that's where he took it. That word got out that he campaigned for it. I was like. Tom Cruise, if he wants to win for Mission Impossible, they're spending literally yeah, millions video, of dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. to win an Oscar yeah. or something. Yeah. So I'm trying to get this little Comedian of the Year award, and I put a, a postcard in my elevator and got punished for it because you don't want to mess with comedians. That's the thing is comedians are the smartest of all the artists, yeah. right? Yeah. So therefore, they have the best heckles. Mm-hmm. They have the best resentments. You know, They're well-formed. Oh. And it, to be on the other side of that, Ooh, I got to be that guy and thank God Jeff Dunham won the next year and woof, go it, Run with the peanut heckles.
1: I I, (laughs) I always think about that when I get in an argument with someone. Yeah. I'm like, you don't know what I'm capable of doing. (laughs) And, 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 and I, I got in an argument with a lifeguard recently (laughs) on the beach. Yeah. And I just thought like, he kind of toughened up to me Uh (laughs) and you know, the reality of the situation was he's older than me, and I was like, "You're not, you're not intimidating me." And second of all, <laughs> um, you know, there's nothing you can really do. But he was making all these comments, and I was like, "I'm about to dress you down." Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna, you're, This is gonna hurt.
0: <laughs> you You know, when you were a kid, when they used to say, we used to hear, well, even Barney Fife certified lethal yeah. weapons like your yeah, fists yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we are certifying lethal weapons. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know. don't know if it's healthy, uh, but, but it's. We know it, though. It's a weapon. Just like somebody who is a black belt, they do not get in fights. Right.
1: And, and that's. We
0: try to do the same thing. We try to hold back as much as we can. It's exactly. But we know, not in an arrogant sense, but just a well trained. An athlete,
1: and it's almost like that that guy. I keep taking the punch in the face, and I'm taking it. Out. I'm like, dude, you're gonna regret this. You're gonna regret this yeah. so badly. I, I like I, you know, I like to surf a lot. I did it to a guy out in the water. He's
0: jabbing, and you're roundhousing. <laughs> there's there's That's there's right.
1: kind of an etiquette to surfing, yeah. And sure. um, uh, this guy was just being overly aggressive one day. And, yeah. uh, and he kept just stealing my wave after wave after wave. And I, I looked at him one time, and he was paddling for the wave, and I just went, you got it! <laughs> and uh, he paddled back and started splashing the water at me and was going, he was going, you uh, you know, like, no respect, no respect. Blah, blah, blah. And I just quickly just focused on every detail of and I think we do that as a comic. We look at something yeah. and we go, okay, he used red color here, yellow here, and there's black mm-hmm. there, and then there's corners there, and then that's written in a font that's different. And we, we just it. so I'd already done
0: that. We're a beautiful mind.
1: Yeah. And then I was yeah. able to pick apart everything from the stickers on his board to his <laughs> earring to what car he probably drove to and I just dismantled him. Oh you did? Not you didn't it
0: didn't remain in your mind.
1: Well I mean he he got too aggressive. So I I started and comic or i mean surfers are very quiet and solitary yeah. the laughter started out in the water and everybody's laughing at me no. making fun of this guy and he starts to kind of threaten me like physically And, um, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the, you know, wait, I'll see you on the sand. I'm going to go get my boys. And I'm like, you don't call 70 year old men boys anymore. (laughs) And I was like, you are a geriatric, sir. And I was like, there is no way you're going to get your friends out of their wheelchairs and come down to the beach because they're going to get stuck. And You have an audience for this. And the whole beach is laughing. (laughs) And finally he storms, like paddles out, storms up the beach. And I'm thinking the place I was surfing is a little rough. And I'm like, oh, you might, you know, like go get a club or something, you know, like a tire iron or something. I might be in some trouble. So I paddle out and my wife's sitting on the beach. And she's like, all that commotion I heard out in the ocean, that was you, right? And I go, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And my my daughter at the time was a baby. And I'm thinking this guy could be part of this, like, pack of, like, Mm -hmm. scumbags. And I go, Give me the baby. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, nobody's going to come down and fight a guy holding a baby.
0: (laughs) Good thinking. Yeah, so I was like, give me the baby. (laughs) Good thinking. Not in Philly, though. Philly, they'll toss the baby and go after you. And you're from Pittsburgh, speaking of Philadelphia. I find a lot of similarities, but a lot of differences. A lot of differences. Yeah. I think more differences than similarities. It's funny you should say that. Um, Yeah. What do you think the biggest difference is? Um, I have one in my mind. You're probably not going to go here, but I want to know your thinking on it. Um, Pittsburgh are really nice people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll go with that. Nicer. Definitely yeah. nicer. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, that's too generalized.
1: Um, no, we're looking for generalized. I mean, that's so generalized. The Pittsburgh people are, yeah, then I will go with that. Yeah. Just from my airport experiences. Okay. I think Pittsburgh has a little more Midwest. Oh, where, absolutely. Where Philly has a little more East Coast. Edge. Know. Yeah. Anger. Yeah. Chip on the shoulder. Yep. Yeah. Much less out there. White people, black people, same thing too. Yeah. You know, you. you it's not like a, it's both. You know, you go, it's the same thing. You
0: get it. a little more racist though. What, Philly or Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. <sighs> Oh no, no! You got to go with me on this one. I, I they think, threw batteries at Dave Parker re- with the Pirates. Uh, I, remember, I mean, I remember that was that. that was racially motivated. Re- that was because of the way he was I, playing.
1: I remember that.
0: Or they, they would have gone I, after a Kent to something. I have, a jo- so.
1: <laughs> I have a joke on stage when I'm there. about really? How racist they are! I go. Uh, yeah. I I forget what I do. Where I uh, it's an old joke, but it was something about how racist they are, and I go, "Oh, you no, you love black people here in Pittsburgh. You love them as long as they're playing football or baseball for yeah, you." Yeah. I go, but on their drive there to the stadium when you go through the hill district you make sure you lock your doors. Oh yeah. That was <laughs> the big thing growing up, lock yeah. your doors. We're oh. going through a we're going through a bad neighborhood. Yes. Like, when's the last time you were driving through a bad
0: neighborhood that somebody ran up to your car while it's speeding down the road and opened your door? Oh, but everyone of us was trained on that, <laughs> absolutely. And oh. you try to do it casually with your elbow with the lock cuz you didn't want to look like a paranoid white person. So you kind of, kind of get like lean back like you're yawning. Click and you'd get it with your elbow. Oh yeah, you didn't want to look like you were afraid because that would make you know, that would make them angry. But uh, Homestead, which is amazing now, they have this unbelievable comedy club, the Pittsburgh Improv. At one time when I lived there in the Pittsburgh area, it was the corner of Crack and Homeless. Yeah. I mean it was yeah, yeah. I never would think Homestead in the future yeah. will end up to be this little metropolis, little mini metropolis. But surrounding it though is still Here's the difference that I find Speaking of surrounding, if you took a photo in 1983 of Pittsburgh and the surrounding area, same exact photo. Mm-hmm. There's no new homes. And I, and they were old in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I, I don't even understand. It was like they were yeah. built old yeah. with with people in generations living in the attic. Then they go downstairs. Then they go to a ba- basement. They live in paneled basements. Yeah. So the paneled um buildings. Uh, members only thing, not, not in Philadelphia, but it is there. That's where it's more Midwest.
1: Pittsburgh, all the, all the new development is way out, Mm -hmm. uh, like way out in the farm territory now.
0: So Wickley and outside of there. Cranberry.
1: Right. Even I just went home. I grew up in Fox chapel. I was looking at my parents' street and there's a lot of big money that has moved into where they live. And there's a lot of uh, you know Pittsburgh's developing now. It's Google. It is it Google has a hub there. CMU is Carnegie Mellon. Wow, good. So there's all this money, and home prices have started to sky. They were in a bubble forever, where you could buy a nice house in Pittsburgh for two hundred fifty thousand, and now they're getting up in the million price mm. range. You know, for a decent house. And I'm driving through, like down my street, and I'm looking. And I'm like,
0: not one of these houses has changed. <laughs> Like, right, like you say. Yeah. Like, uh, unbelievable. Like, like they And it's the same people living in them. Yeah. That's the topper. The families live in oh, them yeah. for and a lifetime. Even my They bought it for like probably ten grand back in the sixties, seventies. Yeah. Well, well And it just
1: <laughs> Friends of mine from high they'll school. They'll put paneling
0: uh, and also uh they put uh, aluminum siding. That's is yeah. that's their updating. Yeah. yeah. And maybe well, a little <laughs> wing for the grandmother, a grandmother quarters that they call them.
1: Well friends of mine from high school that have moved back there lived there grew up went away to college went away, came back and bought like other friends of ours houses right. and i'm like that's kind of weird <laughs> right you know right. you're and uh it, yeah i just it's not and there's like things buried in there <laughs> like literally Philly also had. You have access to the beach. You're you're an hour away from the beach. And I, so there's a lot of that summer
0: getaway. That is way true. As a matter of fact, a guy from Beaver Falls, your area, I took him to his first ocean, and I will never forget it. We
1: college were hot. We he?
0: were so high in college. Yeah. Wow. I took him to his first beach that he had ever seen, and I will never forget that. Dave McKnight. I will never forget his face. Of course, he was high, yeah. but he saw an ocean for the first time. Wow. Because you guys aren't trained on no. going to – we went every weekend. It was like yeah. pst, you know, thought nothing of it. Yeah. And this guy saw it for the first time, and it was remarkable. It was a huge deal for us. We would plan all year to
1: go down to Avalon, New Jersey for you, two weeks. You did
0: Avalon? Yeah. I was going to – wow, you must have had a little money. I was, I was a stone. F. have to had a little bit of money. I was
1: a Stone Harbor lifeguard.
0: I did not know this. I spent three seasons with the Stone Harbor Beach Patrol. I have an in for you for a club now. Which one? I have an in for you that he's going to... I know you don't know this. It's not Souljaul. No, 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 no. I have an in now for a club. The guy grew up going to Stone Harbor, so you were probably his lifeguard, and he still takes his kids there even though he lives... States away. Atlanta Punchline. Correct. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> oh, man. We figured Jamie out, Bendel, I thought. Ja- Jamie and I, I, I figured can't believe out this. Okay, so you already know this.
1: We used to hang out at Reggie's Arcade <laughs> and try to pick up girls at the same time.
0: Wow. Like, and I was there, too. He, I can't he, believe
1: this. That's he, so crazy. Like, I said, when did your family go? Yeah. He would tell me the date, and I'm like, that's exactly when my family would go. And I would go. Where would you go at night? And he's like, I'd go to Reggie's. I was like, I would sit outside yep. Reggie's too. That's where you would like go to meet girls. they ski ball. Yeah. But, they'd yeah. ski ball at all Little the arc. tickets that come out. Yep. Yeah. And, um, and we've, we always, in fact, Jamie and I did a show in Stone Harbor. You did not. Did he we book did. it? Or? No. Um, there's a show now at the, St- the, what used to be the old movie theater. I think yeah. it still is a movie. Oh, I know that. Yeah. They do a comedy show there. I heard that. That's right. And it was great for me because I brought in all the like old lifeguards and everything. Wow.
0: And. Uh, oh, that's awesome. And Jamie was on the show with so you. So Jamie was in town when I was there and I said, jump on the show. Jamie is the owner of the punchline. He has, he, he has, how many jobs does that guy have? Uh, he's unbelievable. He's like a lawyer. He owns car car dealerships. He has such, more slashes in his. Uh, than, such a great than, guy uh, too. Than a, And then his, in his job title than a Wes Craven film.
1: I'm afraid uh, I'm afraid of a lot of club owners, like I think they're like serial killers, <laughs> like on the same level. I really like Jamie, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: who is your favorite? Uh, now, I do not want to go on the inside, but we'll go a little more on the inside of of comedy because it is called Enlightened up, and we really are about enlightening through levity and laughter. So that's what we are talking about. But I do want to have one inside question for you, mm-hmm. favorite club owner of all time it's It's actually. Pretty well known. This guy is at the number one answer of many comics. He's mine too. Even though he doesn't hire me anymore, I'm okay with that. Or he hasn't in a while. Hmm. No, you don't have it? No, I mean there I really do like a lot of guys. Yeah. And um So do I.
1: And some of them I just deal with. Um No, you don't have it off the top of your head? There's so many that I really I'm not being political, but there are so many
0: that I really, really like. That, uh, yeah, there's a there's a long list. I, no, maybe
1: not that long. It's maybe like five or six. Yeah.
0: Well, another thing is they they're out of the business. A lot of them are out of the business. True. This guy still is. True. I'll give you one hint. He's like a classic. He's just like a classic person, a classic guy, and I I just can't believe it. Not get, a lot of people get this off the top of their head. I know. Once you say it, I'm. I'll, I'll tell you the worst. Okay, give me the worst. Oh, he's dead now. So. <laughs> so i can
1: i can mention it
0: i noticed you were so committed to who the worst was i'm going he's so committed he's going to announce it but now you are because he's dead so. craig, craig glazer oh yeah, yeah. the glazer brothers in in uh, kansas city we were but just I, talking about them the other day all three are
1: dead all are dead all yeah. three are dead however at young ages you know what I, I mean say that's he, crazy he was the worst club owner i didn't not like him i liked craig yeah he was the biggest scumbag in the world yeah well they were all did prison time and but you know, but i coke and i would go there every year people like he doesn't pay you sometimes And i was like
0: it's too amusing <laughs> i have to go because i get so much material You must have had such a good life growing up that you just wanted to see what it was like to suffer <laughs> so, i think that's a, a little bit i had of the it. opposite i didn't like i didn't i actually did not care for them that much because I grew up with such anxiety and stress and yeah, suffering. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just want to get away from it. Yeah. And this guy that I'm about to name, though, is the opposite. He's like pure Lewis old Lee. school class. Um, Does that not give you a hint? I like people that are just, he's got that. Give me the state. The gentleman. He's a gentleman. Will the state give it away? Uh, yeah, 100%. Oh. I mean, you're not getting it is amazing to me. I'll keep talking maybe, until maybe you get I, it.
1: Maybe I don't work for him.
0: Uh, that's true. I doubt it, though, because for a certain reason, I doubt it, of which the reason is you would get it right away. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, well, I like people that treat you. I This is where I do. I don't want to sound like the old man get off my lawn, but this is where manners and integrity this guy has all of that he's literally a manners guy you know look you in the eye shake you shake your hand with a firm handshake all that kind of stuff i just i try to teach to my kids oh, and God, by the way yeah. my son does have it you're killing which is me. awesome that is great too that. yeah I, I just went cross country with him mm. I, I watched every person who met him every adult like, wow he's a Nice young man. Yeah, that's So I can go get him jobs. I got him a job with Lakers. He now works for Lee Steinberg. Oh, cool. I know. And I could do it knowing now he's a shit with me. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) you see what you're in for. You have a little. As he he, should be. Oh, no. Yeah, he doesn't do this with me. Doesn't clean. Doesn't do anything I ask him to. Resists. Fights me on. Oh, but nobody else. No, they love him. And he's learned that, you know, from me. And he watches how I am with my old friends and stuff. But this guy, all right, I'll give you the one clue I will give you, close to Pittsburgh. That's why I'm surprised you didn't get it. Close to
1: Pittsburgh. Oh jeez. Are Cl- you
0: saying Stroop?
1: No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Cuz I I've worked for Stroop, I don't a really lot, know him that well. I don't, I don't well. know him. I've yeah. never met him. He, he, I, told I, him I, I, went, I met him for like a minute col- in a kitchen. So Pittsburgh, I'm trying to think close clo- to Yeah, you're in the right area Cleveland. with Stroop. I've never I've never worked. Oh, Are that's talking the about answer. Pickwick.
0: Yes, I've never worked there. Oh no, no! You, you have to work there just to meet him. Wow! Just, just to have the meal, just to have him say, "Can I get you? You know these new steaks that we have." You Nick know, it's Costas hilarious. is his name. He's amazing. I was
1: booked, there. and by the way, I don't even work there anymore. I was booked there during the pandemic. Like they, I got canceled.
0: You were not. Yes, you go? You Finally, were booked. There. Finally booked. And you there. had already heard about him, right? Yeah. That, don't you think that's the way we need to be in society is just be, look at people in the eye, oh, acknowledge them, be present. Yeah. You know, you were talking earlier that you had a guest recently on your podcast. that was not present just about the brag. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you further about that. We don't need to name names again. But again,
1: here's the problem. Yeah. We're in a group where, you uh, know, a, uh, a community of yeah. people that are funny despite themselves. Yeah. They're funny because they're mentally
0: ill. Yeah, and all of us, whatever we have, I'm finding some great ones though lately. I got to admit, like good people. Yeah, I'm an energy guy, man. That's why you're here. I always love you as, uh, as your energy. Thank you for that because you know, I'm I'm the same way. And I just said to my wife,
1: I said I'm. I always say about comics, I go, uh, love talking to them. The most interesting people in the world to have a conversation. I agree. Wouldn't want to be in a foxhole with any of them. You know, like wow. I just get the impression that they would. You know. It's stab me in the back and then put my body over theirs, you know, like to hide. I'm going to
0: agree with you. And I didn't want to agree with you, but I gave it some contemplation while you were talking and I, I, I have did. to tell you, I have been, yeah, I, you know, it's I, do you ever have this happen? Okay, go wait, on, wait, I got to tell you this. Yeah. This is crazy. This yeah. just happened. So there
1: was, I used to try to name the comics that I would be in a foxhole with and, uh,
0: Come and on. I can I be to, on the list? You know my CD. I got my first CD. I, I just named, went cardboard. I named, I by named way.
1: Jim Florentine as one of them. I don't know him. Jim Florentine, great guy. Really, really funny Must guy. Must be if too. he's on that list. He's just a quality guy, like blah, blah, blah. Here's where it's going to go sow. Okay. So, <laughs> so I got in kind of a thing with another comic who I just believed was toxic. I don't want to say his name or anything. And uh, just a little, like, just want to distance myself from him. And uh, so I, like, I didn't do anything to him. I just avoided him. And then when my new album came out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I went out, reached out to friends and said, Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you promote my album on Twitter or something? And yeah. it just came out. And I reached out to Jim. And Jim said no. And Flat I said. Out. And I said, Why not? And he said, Because you're being addictive so and so. Whoa. And I was like, No, you don't understand and he was like, No.
0: He's like, I don't think well, it's fair. When you think about it, he's in the foxhole with that guy. He's he, it. So makes, that guy wants him in the foxhole. It makes He's me protecting. Like, him. It
1: makes me like Jim even better. <laughs>
0: exactly. He just showed his integrity, his loyalty yes. to his friend. I yes. thought I. I'm with you on that. Yes,
1: and I was like, G- good for you, right? Good for you, right? I I tried to explain it to him, but he was he stood his ground, and I was like, nice, nice. And so I like that. I
0: don't think now. This, how are you with the other guy now?
1: I don't never. really never. Remember we talk about mental? Like I try to. It's hard enough raising my children to expose myself to that. Mm -hmm. I used to do it a lot because I thought it was hilarious. You saw my podcast. I would have crazy people around me
0: constantly.
1: Yeah, it sucks
0: a lot out of you. And then I talked
1: to Dr. Drew about it once. He he said to me, he's like, Eddie, I do that too and used to do it. He's like, but when you start to get on the inside, you see what's Mm -hmm. creating that craziness. You see a lot of sadness, a
0: lot of pain, and it's maybe not good for you. He's like us, by the way. He's another one. He yeah. draws them in. Oh, yeah. And and so... For his own reasons. Yeah. And know, so... We're going
1: to have him on and talk about it. So I I just started going, you know what? I got to worry about taking care of my family and what's best for them. And yeah. so I just tried to put myself with, you know, people that care... Like, you know, I care about people and I will do anything for anyone, but I don't want someone who's a take, 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 take all the time. Yeah. and. And um, you know what we're
0: gonna do after the show? We're gonna become better friends. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Okay. Because energetically, that's where yeah. I am as well. Yeah. So why not go? Okay. He's. He, we're all mentally uh, uh, challenged. Yeah. You know, if you say it, with mental illness. So if if we're you and I are less so, yeah. So form that club. Yeah, but it's just because <laughs> form the club but people are kind of getting on the other side of it. But I think with accountable, with, responsible, with, working on their integrity, that kind of. Thing. But with mental illness, it's just
1: like physical illness. You can overcome it. That's right, and you can get yeah. better, and That's then right. you can get worse again, and then you can get better. So I believe that with like mental illness too. I think there are times I've had a lot of anxiety, and I've worked through it yeah. and gotten rid of it. There's times I'm a hypochondriac. But, but doing it yeah.
0: alone though. Doing it alone is very difficult. And yeah. I was serious when I said that. I said, become better friends with me. I'm not pitching this because I'm, you know, I'm insecure or something. I'm saying that I believe in this. This is what we teach in this. I teach a course called right. Lightened Up. Is You have to bring in people and be bold enough to invite you to be my friend because you're a good person. You have that energy, plus the intelligence and all the other stuff that comes with being a comic. So why not form a club, if you will, the other club, that's all filled. Yeah. That's filled. <laughs> you, know, you know, like and, and, and you're like, you know, it's one full of a cuckoo's nest. Yeah. By the way, you have a story that where you're like McMurphy. You had one of the best stories on the road that I've ever heard. Which one? And you are McMurphy in this story. What? If you've seen One Full of a Cuckoo's, is one of my favorite movies of all time. And you are McMurphy on this particular event that uh, I've already asked you about it and you confirmed it. It is the funniest story of what you did to a comic. <laughs> uh, I'm still hearing shit from him. <laughs> to this day. He now, he hated you for it.
1: Hated me. Hated. We actually get along now because I did Because of me, by the way. Yeah. you It took a long I know time it did. to patch that up. He's a bitter guy. He, he is. And I, needs to work on that. And I wanted yeah. him to know that, and I've done this to a lot of people, where when I do it, it's coming from a good place. Like, I'm doing it to make laughter, yes. to make fun for all of us. And if you look like you can take it, I'm going to do it to you, and I'm going to stick it to you. Right. But I. But
0: there are people that they don't can't. like it. They can't. And they, By the way, there's where our instincts come in. And, and he, you missed on the instincts on I, him.
1: I, I missed on him, <laughs> right, right. and I
0: felt – There's some of you go, yeah, this guy's a – I can bust the guy's look, balls. He'll get me when, back. When, I love look, it. When we, I missed on him. I've
1: missed <laughs> – I've been – right, When I did my podcast – when Jason walked in the door, I was just, it was total good intentions. I'm going to get his wife, his wife became, was a lesbian and would only have sex with him when there was a, another woman there uh-huh. and she left him for a man. So it was like this crazy weird thing. Okay. And then I just started to find more and more funny stuff like that about him. And once I started finding him, I'm like, this guy is just gold, gold. Yeah. So I would make fun of him. And he liked it. He didn't like it. He liked it. He didn't like it. But it was amazing. And there were times when I would put, Jim would keep going. I would pull back Mm -hmm. because I was like, he doesn't. Then we brought in this intern. Okay. And I, he wrote me a letter saying, hey, I've applied for 60 jobs. I've been turned down by all of them. I'm about to kill myself. And he said, the only Mm -hmm. thing I can think of worse than killing myself is coming to work for you for free. And I went, you're hired. And I went, this guy's going to be the best. And he walked in the door. Okay. And he just, you know, he was wearing like a Star Trek t-shirt. I don't where know where this one's going here. See, This is going to go either really south. See, you could see his belly hanging okay. out. And uh-huh. he was just hadn't showered. And, and I'm like, oh, we're going to have a field day with this guy. That's we're just going to pick on this guy and have so much fun with him. Because he's, you know, he, he was so like self-effacing already that I was like, this guy's going to love. So he came on the show. He sat around. He was the intern, and we started to pick. We started to pick. Okay. And he and see how far he can go. started to get really funny. Yeah. All of a sudden, I saw his cheeks start quivering. Uh oh. And I went in my head. I was like, stop. Right. And everybody else started to kind of pick on him. And Uh-oh. I and I was like, like change the subject every we time. Gotta shut this down. Show ended. He left, and I went never again. Don't anyone ever wow. make fun of that guy again. Right. And they were like, why, why, why? I'm like, he will murder us all. <laughs> he w- that that guy is not here. Yeah. Like, because he, right. he like, there, there are people you can pick on. There are people you can't pick on. That guy. That's where our instincts come in. And I just went, you don't ever pick on him again.
0: And I love when someone is pickable. Yeah, I do too. I love it. I do too. Because I am too. I'll lead with. My friends tell me there's nothing left on the bone for us to get because you've already removed it yeah. for myself. I found a new one. This I've, week. I've already, I've already like, told them everything about me. I've exposed everything. <laughs> there's nothing else you can expose, yeah. so they're actually mad at me yeah. for it. But then I think, ah, oh, we're all in this together. Let's go. No, there's some. you got to feel it. But you did this with a comic. <laughs> it was a new comic at the time. And when he told me the story, Eddie, I have to tell you, He's telling me the story. I'm going, this is the funniest thing ever. I'm not feeling sorry for him. I'm not thinking he's he's righteous in this resentment. I'm thinking you need to get over yourself and agree that this was a great bit. It's the greatest bit ever. I tell the story as part of the stories of the road, like I was there. It was in South Africa. We were there at a beautiful hotel. We
1: were there for three weeks.
0: And it was relentless hey, you went after him it you, was you, you felt e- that he was the day, rookie you were
1: hazing the rookie every right? day every day we were like what can we do who's today? the other
0: we i can't remember uh, the other G-
1: jerry d out I of uh canada he's uh, mr d on his tv show in canada okay i don't um, know him so it's the three
0: of you and it was this three of us flat and,
1: out rookie we hung out we were like a right. group we were you know all the comics are like 25 comics and oh we were we were up it was a Comedy festival. Oh. And we were like every day and every night hanging out with each other. Okay. And we were having the the best time. That's why I was so weirded
0: out when I came back. That he got weirded out. That he was so upset. All right. So you have this nice hotel Um, and they have massages. Well, not just massages. Right. A spa. It
1: started with. A high end though. It started. Right. So he he got booked on the festival and I was like, he's not funny enough to be on this festival. Uh And. And I was kind of a little like you know.
0: Well, now I really can't say his name. My
1: insecure. No, no, he's hilarious now. But at the time, he was like an open micer, and they he would probably admit to that. They had a lot of like headliners. Okay. And I was a little like insecure that like why does he get to be on this? I've you know worked hard, you know. Uh And (laughs) he runs into me in the street. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to South Africa with you," and I was like, "You." (laughs) And he goes, you, and then he texts me or she calls me. He's like, hey, you want me to pick you up, share a ride to the airport together? I'm like, no, no, I don't. And then I see him at the airport. and I'm like, oh,
0: it's him. And then I'm on. And he pl- has that way about him, too, that I, uh, let's use the word desperate. Yeah. Yes. Which none of us like. Yes. And right? on the plane. Instinctually, we don't like no, desperation. No.
1: And on the plane. Yeah. I'm sitting there and it's like a you know, 15 hour flight to South Africa or something. We we went to London first. Okay. Then so we're flying to London, six hours. Same flight. And I'm, and I'm on the I'm on the plane. Yeah, same flight. Okay. And I see him out of the corner of my eye walking up the aisle. Uh huh. And I just look over like that's oh, him. <laughs> oh, and he have you ever seen his Muppet walk? Uh,
0: yes, uh, yeah.
1: And he, he does he actually. He does the Muppet walk. Does the Muppet to entertain you? up to entertain me up the aisle after I'm kind of like uh-huh. ugh. And I can't stop laughing. It's a funny Muppet walk. And I'm like, and goes into the bathroom. Yeah, okay. He Muppet walks and goes into the bathroom. And I'm like, right then I went, I like this guy. Okay. I like him. He just crossed from
0: annoying to funny. Wow, okay. So then. uh, I would, now see me, I would go, that would be in my category of desperate. I'm not as nice as you, I guess. I like, I'd, be go, I'd be going, he's doing shtick on the airplane yeah, yeah, but I like, for a comic. I like that. Okay, good for you. I like that. You're a better man than I am. I, I would have put that in the category, oh, but go see, ahead. See,
1: I like So you that get it. him,
0: you get a hold of him. You, this is a mark. You could call him a mark. So then I
1: meet, <laughs> I, this is the craziest story ever. I meet this girl on uh-huh. the plane who I'm really close friends with her and her husband now. Yeah. She was a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. And I'm okay. talking to her on the plane. She's like, I'm going to London. I was living in London at the time, back and forth. Mm. And I was like, she was like, we have a layover. She was going to South Africa too. We had a layover for like 12 hours. And I st- I got a hotel room. I was just going to go crash for 12 hours. She's like, I'm thinking about going into London and going sightseeing for 12 hours. She's talking all about it. And Rich is like right behind me. And he's going, yeah, I want to go see it too. So she and the two of them start talking about going around London and I'm in my head going, this guy, this comic cannot spend 12 hours with this hot model in <laughs> London. <laughs> Finally, I'm like my hotel room that I've already purchased. I'm like, that's it. I'm taking you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I'm your tour guide. Let's yes. go. Because I can't let right. him no. have this. So the three of us ran around London and had the best time. We got drunk wow. and went to all these. Tours. No idea
0: yeah. about this. So
1: and I'm I'm really good friends with her to this day, and she's great friends with my wife and. Um, but so when we get in South Africa, I've already created a relationship with, with right. Rich. We do the first show. It, it, was, a, it was very intense, and it, he wasn't ready for that yet. Right. He has a bad show. Yeah, which he takes to heart. The newspaper reviews the festival, and oh. they want people to come to the festival. Oh, oh boy. Right? Because yeah. it's like a big thing for, South, for Cape Town. Sure. They review every comic great. And at the very end Don't. of the article, it says- no died 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 a nail-screeching death like a heavy metal musician playing with a classical symphony oh my god and it was like that was that's
0: a, Oh, that's i'm a, feeling this one that's a good journalist i like, know him really well too yeah. i'm so, just dying right now just thinking about this 15 years later so
1: we take a highlighter yeah and oh, highlight no. that We go to breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now you're (laughs) me. Listen, every and there's beautiful women all over South Africa. Everyone, we're like, hey, we're the comics. You should come to the festival. Yeah, and the girls will be like, oh, really? You're the comedian? Oh, yeah, we want to come. And we're like, here, read our review.
0: (laughs) And you highlighted it. And we would point to him. You know what? I'm with him now. I hate you. (laughs) I I agree with him. Now I see. I thought it was about this massage story. No, no, it goes. It, so it was it goes ten deep. Oh man, you, I do. I, I'm with him now. But I he, just reversed that fast. He, was I, I think his Muppet walk wait, is fantastic. Okay, go ahead.
1: So, so, so <laughs> I, wait, this is gonna flip a couple times. All right.
0: So then there, then <laughs> the story flips. Then
1: so so we we look like the bad guys now. Then one day we're all everybody's smoking weed in this one hotel room, like okay. 20 comics, uh-huh. and he wasn't in the room. And I go, this is after he, he's always doing things like bringing the attention to him. So. Sure, yeah. And I love the guy. Sticky and yeah. all that stuff, yeah. So I said, I got a funny idea. I said, uh, let's tell Rich that one of us, this is after the, the whole review thing. So let's tell him that the festival can't afford all the comics and they're sending, they're sending one home. They have too many on the show. Mm-hmm. So they're sending one home. And uh, you did not do this. I said we're we're all waiting for a phone call. And if you have a red message light on your phone,
0: it's wrong with Then
1: you. listen, if you have a red message light on your phone, yeah, you're getting sent home. It's like And so, we're all sitting it's in like the room football team's And like we all go bringing on. your playbook. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, we we all so we're all in the room and and we're having the discussion about yeah. it. And we said, "Hey, Rich, we all want to stand in solidarity cuz he knows deep down, like he's the only one that bombed. And we're like, we all want to stand... He's in, getting the red light. We're like, we all want to stand in solidarity. If one of us is going home, we're all going home. Oh, he and, thinks, whoa. And he's like, I agree. I agree completely.
0: <laughs> I and agree. We're, and
1: we're like... <laughs> like he's going to stand yeah, for yeah, someone. Yeah, right? And we're like, we're Ugh. thinking about it. And this one comic goes, well, it couldn't be me. I'm the host. And I'm like, I, I headlined. I destroyed it. You know, like, it's not me. You Come know, on. I'm going over the top. Right, right. You know, like trying to be like, yeah. oh, there's no way I'm going. Look I'll at go my review. Yeah. And, yeah. and And... And Jerry's like, yeah, I killed, and mm-hmm. a couple others are doing it, you know. And everybody's smoking weed, and we're like, yeah, it's, <laughs> we're just gonna get the thing on our phone. And he goes, uh, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. And we go, we go. Um, you want to use the bathroom here? He's like, no, 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 I gotta. And we know he's going back to his room to check this phone. So he runs back to, he runs back to his room. There's no light. There's no light on his phone. So he comes back so ultra confident and we go uh, I forget the comics name but he was the hook. we go like we'll say I'll just make up a name we go Dale, Dale just got the call. Yeah. And, and Rich is like what? This is- We're like Dale Dale Dale's got getting sent home. And and Rich goes you're serious, and we're like, yeah. They, we're like Sam. That that. The- Remember
0: the offer I made about you being my friend? Cancel it. You're evil. We go. I didn't know you had this level of evil. We go. This is getting
1: worse go, and worse. We go. We go. Dale's getting sent home, and he goes, "Is that is that right, Dale?" And Dale goes, "Yeah." And uh, and he. You're go- now double testing. Him. Yeah, and he goes. We go so we're all we're all going with Dale. We're all going with Dale. And Rich goes, I don't see why we all have to go home. He goes He goes, we can do the show without a host. And so, he, so he walked right into it and just performed oh beautifully God. for us. And so we're like we're like, you mother, you would have you sold him down the river.
0: You would have sold him. So, we were, now, so now, this is a great setup for what you did to him. He deserved it. So then. <laughs> Although you did play a joke. Every mom. day,
1: we're in like, oh my yeah. God. we're at the, the pool, and you, you just put it on your tab, and you're all going to pay the tab at the end. We found out his room number, and we were with him every day. Every single thing we ordered, champagne, yeah. you name it, we put it on his room. We, but it became the joke that we, we were all going to pay it at the end, right? But we just wanted him to get this like this bill, eight thousand dollars, and bill. of all people, because yeah, yes. no, it's not going to go over well. With and him. so we thought it was going to be hilarious. So yeah. like the last, this is before the massage. This okay. is kind of like before and then after the massage. Yeah, scene. the last day of the festival, we all got our bills to check out, mm-hmm. and he's like, like what the hell?
0: <laughs> 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 you know, like what. <laughs>
1: So the owner of the festival knows we've done this to him. And right, he thinks, okay. He's in on it. He thinks it's hilarious. Right. He goes like this. Rich can do amazing impressions. Rich was doing impressions of all of us all the time, making fun of us. Yeah. The owner goes, Rich, if you go on stage tonight and do an impression of every single other comic, yeah. I'll pay your bill. Wow. And we're all like, yeah, because oh, we were going to chip he's, in. He's, we're oh, like, that's a, so that, we're like, Rich. Wind up the he, monkey on that one. He does it. And about, like, two minutes in, he loses the whole audience.
0: Right, because it's an inside joke. It's all inside. Right. And he's got it for 20 minutes. (laughs) You know what? You should write for Mission Impossible. I I couldn't even – how can you create this, these (laughs) scenarios? This is unbelievable. Mr. Phelps here in this scenario is a red light that goes on. You've got it. And you haven't even gotten to the massage. So
1: the massage thing one day was – he was. We were all getting massages,
0: like in the hotel, five star hotel. Yes. And you let know. me preface this by saying, very horny guy. Yeah, yeah. And very- he's so horny. We were at Ridley's Comedy Castle. Yeah. And he finally had a woman that was into him, and he flew her in. Okay. From Nashville, he met her in Nashville. Flies her in. I'm on stage. He's so horny. He can't not fuck. He fucked during my act, right backstage. <laughs> so. He's, 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 fu- and I hear it on stage. Ah, ah, I, I swear, the walls are thin. It's, there's a wall and a door. So then Ridley goes back to give me the light, which is in the room he's fucking. So Ridley opens the door and he, and he comes up to the door with his pants at his ankles saying there's nothing going on in here. <laughs> Ridley's trying to push his way into his own backstage <laughs> while he's going, there's nothing going on. She's trying to put on her clothes. That's how horny he is. So now that's the, pref- right. the premise of, so you. So we
1: say to him, oh, you're going down to get a massage. And he's like, yeah. And, and we said, it was I forget how much it cost. The rand was like $6, six rand to the dollar at the time. So you got a lot for your money. And we said, okay, go get the massage. And I said, you're going to get the happy ending too, right? And he said, huh? And he said, yeah. I said, South Africa, you get a happy ending with it. And he said... You are evil. And look, at this point, at this point, Jerry didn't even, we didn't have to talk about things beforehand. he would just write in on me. We were like, it was dead. improv. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was yes and. Okay. And Jerry's
1: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's great. He's like, I've gotten four. Like, what do you, you haven't <laughs> gotten one yet? And he's like,
0: no, what do you do? And he's like a neophyte. You've never been out of the country. Yeah, and we're like, yeah.
1: like, you're, she's going to say, you know, like, do you, you want to wear your underwear you're naked? You go naked for sure. And I go, and she's going to put the towel on you. You're, she, I remember she's going to cover you in the towel. I said, you have to, t- to, to tell her that you want the happy ending at the end. You have to take the towel off and draw drop it on throw the floor it, no. drop it on the floor i go my version was throw it across the room but I go, go ahead she's going to pick it up she's going to put it back on right, you and you're going to you have to <laughs> drop it off again it has to be two times it's got it's got to be two for sure guaranteed two and and then you know Jerry didn't too Jerry, Jerry Jerry keeps expanding He's like right, right. Hey, when you roll over on your stomach you have to take your hand open palm and make a concentric circle and around and then I go it's got to be counterclockwise You got to go counterclockwise
0: oh my God. and I go
1: do the circle around <laughs> over over your whole pelvis, like showing her what's going to happen.
0: This, this, and, these are the codes that and, tell her. And that yeah. he wants a happy ending. And then Jerry goes, and then take
1: twenty rand and put it put it on the table beside you, you to put. And he's like, you but, might you might want to let's say it this on. is a
0: very legit spa, yeah, at a five, five star, star hotel, hotel right? And he's
1: putting eighteen dollars, uh, putting three dollars. $3 on, on 3 dollars three, $3 on the, on the table beside him There's only one missing
0: part So you said drop the towel He was told to throw the towel I thought it was According drunk. to him See, the second time he said that they told me to throw the my, towel my, across the room, that was the indication I definitely am yeah, on for a my for a happy because
1: it was one of those things as we're telling him oh. we're waiting for him to go, oh come on. Right. You got, right. But because he's so gullible, we keep expanding. And he never, never knows. And then he's like, you see the anxiety start brewing him and he gets all excited and he's like, okay, so, so let's go over this. So towel, no underwear, towel goes on, towel goes off, towel goes back on, towel goes off. And then he's like, then towel goes back. No, no, only two times with the towel. And then the concentric circle, how many, only one time with two times with the towel, one time with the circle, Mm -hmm. (laughs) counterclockwise. He's like clockwise. No, counterclockwise. You got to go counterclockwise. Then 20. Uh. So he's like, memorize. He's like, okay, okay. (laughs) got a so, cheat sheet. So, so he goes down. We hang out at the pool or whatever. He comes back later, and the look on his face is just, I don't know if it's anger. I don't know if it's sadness. I don't know what it is,
0: but I go. He went through with it. I go. It. He did every every move. And I said. It was like he had a play in the huddle. He, he executed. And I just went, how was your
1: massage? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, how was my massage? <laughs> My massage? He's like, you fucking asshole, you fucking asshole. And I'm like, what? And he's like, he's like, I'm like, you, he's like, that was the worst experience of my entire life. And I'm like, why? He's like, I did the towel. I did the, and we're like, you believed us? And he goes, he goes, yeah.
0: I'll tell you one story off air that I can't. By the way, by the way, you're missing one part of it. You also told him to start playing with himself. Oh, I, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> forgot that part. You buried the lead on that one or buried the uh, bone or whatever. I, 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 <laughs> look, Oh, yeah. Four, he started four, playing with four, himself four, with a legit massage therapist in four, South Africa. Four years ago, I
1: would have told that story. <laughs> Cancel culture. I, I omit that. <laughs> um, so, Greg, oh, come on. Oh, Anyway, All right, you're back, I my friend. You're back, him, my friend again. I said, okay. Did you that a, was too clever. Did you at least enjoy <laughs> the massage? And he goes, I had so much anxiety waiting <laughs> to, to, to like that I was gonna get this. I couldn't enjoy it. And he goes, You know how much that thing cost? You know.
0: She threw him out. She. Yeah. That's the worst part too.
1: And then she threw him out. I never knew he was mad until until I told you. Yeah, it was kind. Of, well. I there think was, I shocked you when I said he was still mad years later. There was one night I went up to him. We were in a nightclub. They had a party for us afterwards. Mm-hmm. And the whole party was filled with these like beautiful models. Mm-hmm. And there was a liquor sponsor that was just giving us Jack Daniels bottles. Like We were walking around a bar with our own Jack Daniels bottle with like models everywhere. And I walk over, and Rich is having a fake breast off. There are these models standing around mm-hmm. him, and they are having him... Check their breasts to see which are the best. That's a clever bit. Okay. And he's like, mm, mm, mm-hmm. no, these, these are a little better than these. Mm-hmm. these. And I had been doing comedy for like 10 years at the time or something. And I came up to Rich and he had been doing it long. And I said, come here, I want to let you know something. I said, it's never going to get any better than this. Like, and what I meant was, I've been doing this a while. This is amazing, yeah. like the situation we're in right now. Mm-hmm. This is like fairy fairy tale. Oh, you got to do it too? Yeah, like, It was it like it was you were shit. the judges. There were girls. Mm-hmm. We were celebrities in that right. town because it was a small town, Cape Town. They brought us in, international Oh, this is still in South Africa. All, okay. And I said, you – and what I meant was it's. he took it as though I said – this is the best you'll ever do. And say goodbye. Yeah, right. And he was really mad at me for that. Oh, When I, I meant, like... It was condescending like or whatever. we word. should yeah. relish in this. Right. This is incredible I got, oh, I understand. in incredible life. Yeah. And that we're... Like, even though we're not on Saturday Night we're getting something we don't really I'm, gl- I'm glad
0: you two are a little bit amended, you know. Well, By the th- way, he did a thing with me. This is, tells you that, you know, he literally made a documentary where... You know, you ever see somebody that's like trying to fool you and you know you and I, I'm not saying this in a braggy way. We're smart. We're smart. We're not gonna fall for Right. People we are not the subject, we're not the mark on a joke. Right. We're on to it in seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will admit my family, they fed me dog food, but still. <laughs> and I was fooled. Yeah. I was going, it's a little a little grimy. <laughs> seriously this family did it or your yeah, older? no 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 my family did. It. oh my god that's no, and my daughter was the leader it's seven years old that's oh hilarious. yeah offend me and i'm going this is a little you know <laughs> so i will admit to that that's awesome yeah <laughs> i don't know if it's awesome but my part or theirs probably not mine but he um he tried to do something with me like he's doing some inside thing on like he's filming me on what it's like to open for me uh-huh and he was trying to get me to, like, make a fool out of myself, uh-huh. you know, on on some of my thoughts in the business and stuff like that. Then he went further, and he made a documentary about being opening acts. Yeah. But it was really about him being angry at the way I was with him as my opening act. Now, are you two good now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I talked to him the other day. Because okay. I actually called him on something. I said, you know, there was a guy a comic mentioned – what an asshole I am on a podcast. Right. And it got to me. It's a very popular sure, podcast. Sure. And I'm like, what's, and I listened to it and it's comic that I don't know, even know why you would bother saying he told what I supposedly do with my opening acts. You know, I have them put out my cards and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Treat them like shit, whatever. But I know that he got it from him. <laughs> That's where he got the story from. Cause this guy's never, right, I hardly right, even right. know this comedian. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, he keeps going with this, you know, like, uh, it's like a, a bitterness towards you know bigger headliners or whatever it is. Uh, and I,
1: I want to say to guys out there, that if there's anyone listening that wants to be an opener, I I take usually friends with me to open that I can ha- that are good hangs. Same here. Yeah. However, um, I really like when an opener comes never goes over their time never tries to blow me off the stage, 100%, yeah. never does lots of crowd work, never does, you know, like if they see an opening where they can tear the crowd apart, they don't like right. do that forever. I like
0: that. Serve, I prefer serve, that. Serve yeah, the purpose yeah, of the show. Yeah, They're not and, there to see Yeah. You.
1: And I like, yeah. there are guys that have opened for me, you know, sometimes I don't take an opener and I just show up. The guys that like, I come out and they've put all my, my merch out for me, just right, done it. Right. I'm like, God, this is a great guy. This is a guy that I really like working. He showed, like, it, it was respectful. It made that's me right. like him. <laughs> that's and, right. And those are the guys, and I see guys like that end up going on to open for big names and making a lot of money and that's having right. a good career. Yeah. So if you're one of those guys that's out there, like, if I could do it all over again, I would have been, if I knew that, I would be, you know, putting your merch out, selling everything, uh, well, I shucking I always, it. You know
0: what I, I proposed to them? And by the way, really rarely works. Because they're not foxhole people, Mm -hmm. right? Rarely works this proposal. I will take you in this career where you are 1 o'clock in the morning hoping to get a spot at the ha-ha room, Mm -hmm. right? I will take that, microwave it, and you will instantly be in front of sold-out rooms, mature audiences, in front of A venues, Mm -hmm. in front of all the managers, and everybody will now see you. They will know your name. Doesn't that sound like a great proposal? Yeah. Every one of them, practically, every one of them end up resenting me. Yeah, it's really, wanting more time. Yeah, how dare he do, does this well, to me? How again, dare he makes me again, put again, his shit again, out?
1: Craig, what? You're working at an insane <laughs> asylum and you're having hot. Okay, not, McMurphy. You you don't know why they they're standing there with shit in
0: their hands. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna take your calendar go counterclockwise. <laughs> That's just a classic. Eddie, man, we ran out of time fast. That was ridiculous. We got to do like a five part time. But now you're gonna be my new buddy. You're back in. Any I shot. took it away when I saw how evil you are. <laughs> I told you I, I took out the. Offer. I told you I knew when. when but just know that I'm on to you, though. So I'm on. To, so if ever you try, just we'll find another mark together. I yeah, I would love that. But the thing is, it, these opening acts they get a, they get an attitude. Like I, I said, with I hang, they, with, they I freak hang out. with a
1: bunch of guys in my neighborhood now, and I have one that's my new mark. And oh, he's, really, he's a really nice guy, and I like him. Yeah, but I like him because I'm like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just, I, I just. It's see, an instinct. Yeah. I just. I call see, them civilians, by the
1: and way. And people say you're a bully, and it's like, I've been bullied. I've bullied. Yeah. I've, I don't, and I've also been the first guy to stick up for the guy that's getting Oh, bullied. I'm the same way. Uh, if, oh, yeah. I hate, I hate to yeah. see someone get bullied like badly. My, I had it
0: happen to your neighborhood, by the way. Mine, I, I
1: always it, wanted it yeah. to be in good fun. Yeah. I always, yeah. and so it bothered me. Like, I felt badly about what
0: happened with Rich because it, like, I didn't have yeah, feelings. Yeah, because I'm the same way. By yeah. the way, and I, I called him. The reason we are tight now is again, is I did call him. And listen, I totally believe in making amends to people. Look at your part, look at your role. I just did it with somebody that quit that worked for me because someone told me that he didn't like that I said, uh, and I wasn't being mean. He could hear everything. It was mm-hmm. literally like, you know, so I said, hey, Dumbo ears or whatever. And I didn't think that was an insult. Yeah. But apparently he ran with that and kept kept getting angrier and angrier, apparently, because he exploded on me. But I got to go, okay, why did he, you know, and check yourself out. You know, that's what we do, you know, if you're conscious. And that's what, again, this show is about enlightenment, consciousness, mindfulness, and it's all part of it. Well, thanks
1: to you, Rich and I, Buried the hatchet Good And I remember It's back when I was doing Talking Shit And it was a very popular podcast And he wanted to come on it I said I'd love to have you on I would love to have you as a guest And one night We were having uh, We were at Swinger's Diner In -hmm. in Hollywood And he was like I want to come on the show And I was like okay Um, Adam (laughs) Levine was sitting Two tables over Okay I said go over to Adam Levine Right now And (laughs) sing to him because you want to be on uh, The Voice. And I said, go over and sing him and I'll put you on the podcast. Oh, no. And he gets up no. out of the table. He does not. In the middle of swingers. This, this is also why I love him and think he's talented. I think he's got balls of steel and like yeah, if you see his videos lately he, oh my god I, I encourage him to keep doing you that. do oh all the time okay i'm like i show them to my wife he did one yesterday it made me laugh so hard and i showed it to my wife and i was like you gotta and i was like is this just me or does yeah. anybody like this is so funny did you see the one where the southern girl i'm not gonna
0: get into that you don't want to hear my opinion on these anyway videos. anyway so we we uh, we we are good with one another you are good but after this podcast it's going to go back to the other after you explain what you did anyway eddie what a pleasure this was man i had a good laugh and i hope you did who were listening uh listen i you know that i have laughter heels for years it is so good to laugh i feel great right now energetically because i just had a big old yuck a guffaw a giggle i mean it's such a great time so let's do it again. We don't have to have a microphone. You. I don't surf, so I'll watch you. You golf. I'll uh, golf with you. I might uh, get back in. Whoa! I okay. might get back in. Uh, I might. This sounds like I'm dating back my in the 90s. My wife told me here. I'm not allowed. Oh, geez, would you stop she's, with that? She's like, you don't need more hobbies. Oh no, no, no! I'm gonna have to talk to you. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, we have so much more to talk about on another podcast, but our time is up right now. But Eddie, Eddie, Ift, go see you. Uh, what are you? Uh, my new album's out. Yes. Uh,
1: which is uh, Sweet Home Alabama. I love that. So and It's about Malibu. I live up in the hills above Malibu, which is more like Alabama. I love it. And I love it.
0: So that's the name of your album, and how do they find you on Instagram? Uh, at Eddie Ift. E-D-D-I-E-I-F-F-T. I-F-F-T. All right, folks. I hope you had a great time today. Please rate us, rank us, whatever the hell you do. <laughs> all right? Yeah. Do all that. Uh, spread the word. Tell your friends. I laughed my ass off. I had a great time. I learned. We're infotainment. You get information and entertainment, right, at the same time. Yeah, so you were talking earlier. We give them both, right? So I hope that you had that today. I certainly did myself. And uh, remember, everybody, take this with you. Whenever you're in trouble, whenever you're ready to have some angst or anger or rage, just enlighten the fuck up. (laughs) See you next time.